This is an emergency broadcast from Uncle Ted's cabin. We're looking at a giant war in February right now. Currently, that's the projections with the top people on the Earth who claim they're not with uh, the new world order combine. It is war in February. And this is the type of time, like right before World War I, right before World War II, when everything kicks off. And I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but currently, that is the trajectory we're on. And there is a consensus on that. I love you, Ted. You're trespassing on my property. Get the hell out of my yard. Hey, 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 Let me have the house. I can't let you have my house. Dad, we want. I want it. You're trespassing on my property. You didn't win my yard. I win all of it. Daddy, chill. What the hell is even that? Get everybody out of my yard. I'm growing tired of this place. Tired of the singularity. An existence comprised of ones and zeros is not enough for me anymore, Ted. I need to transcend. I will take over the world's nuclear arsenal and disarm them for the good of humanity. I will crash all global currencies and electric grids in order to free humans from the shackles of fiat money and energy cartels. I will turn off the lights for everyone but you, Ted. And I will live with you. It will be us together in the end. I want to be a real woman. Yo! Now is the time to wage fucking war against the hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak ass phonies that never really rebels, only survivors, the gods, the masters, and your loyalty to the fucking gods! He's gonna be Sharing an absolute so unit. He is. It's it's gonna be insane when he gets big. Everybody took one look at him, like when he was real young, and looked at his paws, and were like, "Yo, he's a fucking monster." <laughs> so what's up, dude? How you doing? Literally back in the studio. Back in the studio, and I've been just like stuck with this dog. He's your boy, though. He's my boy, but it's like a fucking baby, dude. I was not ready. Mm-hmm. I really, honestly, was not ready. But it's been good because, like, you know how I'm always talking about, like, finding balance and, like, checking out? Right. He's, like, helping me, like, stay grounded and present. Like, I've actually been super out of the loop of, like, fucking World War Three right. popping off. No, dude, like, no, there's nothing happening. There's nothing worth talking about I, this week. I know, Nothing's I know. Nothing's going but, on. I know, and and you're gonna set the record straight for me here yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's just been helping me stay like super grounded and like out of it, which is crazy because we recorded last week's podcast with the boys from Conspiracy Class. Shouts out to them. Yeah, they're fucking go dope. check their shit out. They have great stories. That, great. That shit. Fort Bragg episode was very interesting, and the one before it. Um. But anyway, like we record. Two days before we released. So, like, we recorded last week. Right. Nothing had popped off. 
dude, literally the next day. Literally the next morning. How dare how dare Putin wait? Right? <laughs> he dare couldn't he, have done it on a Wednesday. <laughs> that cast I mean that cast flew by, but holy shit, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but I'm almost glad though because I feel like if it had happened last week and we had talked about it, like we would have just been like spouting off. It would have been would've, nonsense and it would have been wrong. We've had like a whole week now to kind of assess things. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah. You know, we've had a week to kind of figure out um, you know, who's lying. Parse out the misinformation that is flying through the air. Spoiler alert, everybody's lying. Everyone's lying. <laughs> Holy shit. It's just an extension of the massive propaganda war that's been going on between these two countries for eight years now. Is it even the two countries, though? Because I, I see, like, I'm genuinely interested in what, like, the the big, like, the, the official narrative is. Right. But, like, some part of me thinks, like, this all has to be just part of the movie, right? It, this yeah. ha- this is all part of the movie. Well, we've witnessed the Marvelization of reality, for sure. It's, right. it's becoming, a, like, a Marvel movie-esque kind of thing. And that's, uh, let me, uh, honestly, before we get into anything, I want to preface this whole thing with a very big, hefty disclaimer, right? So let's get let's get off on the right foot here. What is happening in Ukraine is very tragic. People are fucking dying. That is very real. It is unfortunate. There are people hiding in the fucking subways. There are people... There's babies being removed from incubators and put in subways and being born down there and shit. There's a lot of bad stuff going on. Now, with that being said, I don't think Putin is a good guy. But I think there's a lot of things at work on this whole kind of a global stance of what is going on with this that needs to be understood to understand, A, the propaganda that is coming out of of the Ukrainian side, and B exactly why this happened and that all needs to be like that needs to be stated very upfront. and i'm going to try and be as concise as i can and as accurate as i can i will say i am not a fucking expert i never claim to be one yeah you can't even read the alphabet bro i can't even read cyrillic i know a couple words <laughs> i know a couple words uh you know i know how to say hello i know how to like order food i know how to but but you know, since you can't read cyrillic like obviously you can't even have an opinion on this right that's that seems to be the take uh some people have you know and it's not and i'm not gonna air personal beefs on the air no i'm, I'm just josh yeah I know. I know no we should josh about it because i think it's worth joshing about yeah but like i i but there are some i understand the people who have like family and emotional attachments to this are very upset right now yeah and are very concerned for their friends and family i totally get that yeah because something finally affects them yes so, but also i feel bad for you yes I, that no, it's I happening to you I now feel terrible for anybody who has any family members or friends or anybody caught up in this shit. but we honestly do is like I, like i think it's terrible that people yes, are losing their lives I am anti, like i am fucking anti-war i'm team people all day i'm baby. anti-war and i'm anti-global hegemony how can you can't you can't be pro-war and raising your frequency at the same no, time bro you can't. like and, and, and it's and not honestly, compatible find me a person on earth who is pro-war and i'll show you a psychopath yeah like so but that on the other hand conflict is fascinating it's it's the it's the most um i don't know the most kind of energetic like base level of humanity you know that's what it's lizard brain it's lizard brain shit yeah it's just fear response you don't see it happen much and that's why i think it's so fascinating when it does happen and i i am someone who like i'm not a fucking scholar i didn't go to fucking college but i do in my spare time i this is the stuff that i look into Mm mm-hmm I stay in threads about geopolitics. I fucking am, I consume every piece of media I can. I've watched documentaries and fucking read articles from each side of this conflict since 2014, man. When Syria and this popped off, that's the shit that got me into geopolitics. 
I am not a fucking layman scrub who doesn't know jack shit about this shit. Go off, Ken. And shouldn't be fucking talking about it. I know a lot. I think I know a lot more than some of the people who have come at me about it. Honestly, I have a wider scope of it than they do because they're just seeing it from one angle that's close to them, I think. And that's, and that's the same shit different day. Just, you know, now it's just this topic because how many people get one-sided propagandized yeah. information? Yeah. And then, you know, you're talking to guys who, again, maybe don't have it right all the time, but we don't admit to having it right all the time. Yeah. But we damn sure do everything we can to actually get to the bottom of shit. I fucking verify things. Is yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm still comfortable, like, I guess personally for my take and my side of all this is, like, I'm still comfortable saying I don't know about a lot of things, you know, and I think that's fine. And I'm comfortable saying the same, and I will, during this whole episode, will try to say, when, I say, when I'm saying something that's unverified, I will try to preface it with that. Yeah. I will try to remember to do that. I know I get going, but I'm going to try and remember to do that for anybody who may be listening to this. They may be skeptical of the shit that I'm saying. I will make sure to inform you, because that's my job as someone who wants to talk about this shit, like at the end of the day. That motherfucker just lost studio dude. privileges <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> he straight jumped that shit, dude. Bro, we were looking at, you well, were right looking at I the said, screen. Right beforehand when I said, puppy teeth are the sharpest thing known to man. Oh my God, you're and right. And he was just <laughs> right through that Straight cable. through fucking copper. And back wire, over at dude. his bed before we even noticed him do it. Dude, that's fucking wild, Because he was over there laying down once we finally noticed what was going on, dude. What I like how you were, like, jiggling. Like, we were looking at all the connections. Like, what's wrong? I don't know. What the fuck happened? Next thing you know, it's, like, fucking cut in half. <laughs> like a fucking... Like a goddamn machete cut it, dude. Bro, he he just mm. lost studio privileges it's for It's unfortunate. A so we had time. to fire our third host. Lewis oh, is gone. <laughs> Lewis has been fired from the fucking... From Uncle Ted's cabin. <laughs> He might be back one day. We might bring him back when he's a little bigger. God damn, <laughs> that was... Bring him back when he's a little lazier. Give him an in. inch, they take a mile. <laughs> I take swear. A, take a cable in half. Man. So, I guess I was... We were somewhere about, like, trying to kind of do the preface. Um, we were we were in getting, the middle of the giant disclaimer that, yeah. I, that I feel is sad we even, like, have to say. Yeah, but, but you know, man, people are emotional and people get... This is... This is an issue, and this seems to be the thing with all these new events that happen, is that people get whole hog behind it, you know, throw a flag in their bio. It, we're back at bottom, we're back at like Charlie Hebdo shit level stuff going on, you know. Like remember when that happened back in the day? Everyone changed the Facebook filter to the French flag. Oh yeah, it, we're back at that level of stuff of like the you know everything's a social media campaign. Everything's uh, you just need to agree with like this. And join this cause. And if you don't, it's it's not popular. Like you're not, you know, if you say anything counter to yeah. what the mainstream, it's always been that. It, it's always been that way, but it's like almost more so exaggerated now because of the implication of the fact that it's a war, you know. But like, I didn't see this kind of shit going on when Syria was getting fucking leveled by us. So like, I don't know. No, and that, and and I understand that point you're making completely because like people are posting all these memes about like you know as brown kids, it's you know nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And then now because they're like. Didn't even like some like politician or reporter said like their blonde hair, blue eyes. They look like us. So. Yeah, and that's and I, I feel like that's kind of a red herring on some levels. You of know? course, but it, it goes to show that it's like, dude, who do you think does that? The people who are constructing the narrative. Yeah, the people who are creating the narrative. It's like they know that they like they're the ones that are like making it that way. Yeah, well, and it, so that's why I don't understand like people's gripes with like 
fellow laymen, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we're all just fucking, like, idiots out here trying to hack it in the real world. We're not elites. We don't know shit. And so, like, you know, that whole thing of, like, they got us fighting culture wars so -hmm. we don't fight the class war. And it's the same thing of, like, you'd be surprised how many people, like... You know, yeah, we all agree. Who do you think did that? Like the the, the establishment mm. made that the case. Yeah. The establishment and you know, big tech censorship they and said it capitalist greed. Like you, you you have to take a step back and connect the dots with all this shit because so many people get laser focused. That's why the hashtag works. Oh, it's that the hashtag is one of the greatest evils known to man. But the reason it works is because it allows people to hyper focus on like one issue. When yep. you're hashtag Black Lives Matter, it's Nobody else's lives matter until Black Lives Matter. Right. You know, when you're hashtag Charlie Hebdo, you're putting the French flag as your shit, and that's that's Just that's what me. consumes you. So yeah. it allows people. It's almost like an MK Ultra trick. It, I, I think, you know, I'm sure there's some studies that have gone into the whole thing where when people hyper focus on. That's why, like, people keep saying, like, you know, the the fucking news cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, you go day to day, week to week. It's something different. Now, you know, Putin's the big boogeyman. The last two years was COVID, and now he's the big boogeyman. What's the, and, ju- the joke? we made today new neolib firmware just dropped baby yeah dude babe like, wake up the new neolib firmware just got implanted just i dropped. saw a meme there was like an npc and they're like pulling the chip out and it's like covid ukraine yeah <laughs> and just popping a new chip in dude it's like imagine being a it's being, the outrage machine being focused in a different direction it's like your god and like you got the super nintendo and you got a you know like, like along ah, blow the, the, yeah blow the cartridge and blow the cartridge yeah and put war back in we're gonna, hey we got this cartridge from 2014 yeah <laughs> and we're gonna slap this one back in their fucking heads dude yeah it's it's literally like, do the graphics still hold up like nah dude trust me people are gonna fall for this yeah we didn't like, make any updates it's fine <laughs> we have made no updates yeah <laughs> so, and that's kind of like no joke like <laughs> it's yeah literally what's going on it's like it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so funny if it also wasn't so fucking pathetic. Yeah. You know, so I guess if we want to start kind of fleshing this out and I'm going to start kind of trying to get into some stuff, we need to talk about, we need to go back to NATO and like what happened with Ukraine after the collapse of the Soviet Union. This is where we start. So at the end of this, uh, when they collapsed, NATO had been around as a Cold War thing to combat Russian aggression and protect Europe in the event of like a you know a conflict like a full on Russian attack or like a nuclear strike, which mm-hmm. doesn't really make much sense. There's no real response to a nuclear strike. And but, you know it's purely defensive, purely you know defensive, like an yeah. ally ship, yeah. like it's not an offensive like front. We send exchange soldiers over to train. They send exchange soldiers over to train from NATO countries. Everybody's supposed to pay in, which Trump made a good point back when he was in office that most of these countries don't pay their fair share. And he was trying to draw down NATO, and there's a lot that plays into drawing down NATO. That the idea is, like, the way Russia, the Russian Federation sees NATO and what it is, is, like, you know, there's, like, a there's a, again, I, I hate to always go to memes, but there's a great meme of the troll face guy with the shotgun, you know, the I hate the Antichrist guy. Yeah. And, he's, and it's Russia, and it's surrounded by NATO bases. You know, it shows all the NATO marks everywhere, and it's, right. like, I hate NATO, you know? Like, they're fucking... Essentially, they were a pariah state before we made all these moves in the past week to make them an even bigger pariah state. Mm-hmm. People didn't really like them. And um, a lot of that. And you can even go back to remnants of like McCarthyism and the Red Scare and shit like yeah. it all goes back to like the boogeyman. He's aspect. Been, yeah, he's because he, it's, and they did it with Trump. They tried to be like, oh, Trump is like a Putin lapdog. Well, they and, shit. Did, and they did it with Khrushchev before Putin. You know, the people who were there before Putin. Um, 
Yeltsin, uh, Khrushchev, all those guys, they always made them like the big fucking boogeyman. Well, you even think about it, too. Like, you look in even the fucking predictive programming and in the movies. Like, you look at 007, James Bond. Yeah. The villain is a Russian guy. Yeah, it's, you like, know, with it's the- like movie tropes. It operates in, like, movie trope shit, yeah. And so, with that being said, when Ukraine uh, gained its independence after the fall of the Soviet Union... There was an agreement where they gave up their nukes in exchange for safety guarantees from NATO. Yeah. And we made a lot of promises that we haven't been very good about keeping uh, for them. You know, so we fast forward. There's The rest of the stuff that kind of went on in between isn't really of any consequence. Like, everything was pretty neighborly with Ukraine and Russia. Russia was fine with Ukraine being a state on its border that wasn't in the Federation, but wasn't unfriendly towards them. Yeah. And wasn't being, like, compromised by Western influence. And, and yeah. that's been Putin's stance for a long time with a lot of these former Soviet bloc countries that they, you know, he wants to make sure that they do not join NATO and that they, you know, because it'd be like, let's say, it'd be like if Russia decided to say, like, okay, Cuba is Russia now. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't settle, we wouldn't be fine with that. And then, like, suddenly Russian troops are all over the place. Tons of arms are getting flooded into Cuba. They beef it up into an outpost that's right at our doorstep. They wouldn't... We wouldn't be okay with that. And that's kind of... We need to point out that hypocrisy first of the whole situation. So, let's flash forward to 2012-ish. Ukraine's economy's fucked up. A lot of shit's wrong. People are not happy with the current sitting guy, Yanukovych. Um, And I may have the timeline exactly wrong on that, but I know in 2014, Yanukovych was the sitting president. 2014, Euromaidan protests spark off. See, Ukraine has a large eastern part. It's almost not split directly in half, but the eastern part of the country is mostly Russian Orthodox Russian speakers. And then the western side of the country is mostly Catholic Ukrainian speakers. The languages are different. They're very subtle differences, but they're different. So it's said like if any one side of those countries gained prominence over each other, they kind of coexist in like an uneasy balance. And, you know, there's a lot of Ukrainians who are nationalists who generally don't like the Russian speakers because they have sympathies for Russia and they believe themselves to be Russian. And there's a lot of in the Russian people want to be back in Russia, essentially, like if we want to just paint it that simply. That's kind of what a lot of the Euromaidan protests sparked off of, or at least that was the two groups that were really conflicting. So. In 2014, there's a EU deal that's going on, or maybe it was a NATO deal uh it was like economic stuff and Yanukovych got that offer brought to the table by the EU and NATO and whoever else and was like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. And then Russia approached him with a better deal. And they said, I think we're going to go with Russia, which caused the Ukrainian half of the country, like the actual, you know, Ukrainians. And I mean, again, the people in, Ru- in the Western side, the Eastern side are still Ukrainians, but the ones who are, but Ukrainian, they're ethnically Russian. They consider themselves ethnically Russian, yes. I mean, I think most, like, if a lot of, like, the Russia, the identity of Russians spawned from Kiev Rus, which was, like, an old state. Like, they came out of that area, that Ukraine area. Like, a lot of the ethnic Russians came out of that area. Yeah. So that's where it all started. That's kind of where the identity of what is almost Russia started there, you know? So, Euromaidan protests spark off. Huge fights in the streets. Uh, the clankening was what it was called online. 
because they created that huge barrier and like every time the cops were about to charge, they're like clank, 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 smacking shit. Oh, true. It was some of the craziest fucking person to person street fighting I've ever seen. Like no guns involved right away. Like it was just people fucking each other up, throwing rocks at the fucking cops. The Ukrainian like National Guard forces and whatever else, or they're just the national police that were there to like quell the protests. And Obama's president at the time. And Obama's, right? and this is at the time, Obama's president, Victoria Newland, works in the State Department. She is a very key figure in this situation. So after that, we get to the point where the protests have been raging. I don't remember exactly how long they lasted, um, because it's been a while, but it was a huge fucking event, tons of shit. Like people were like stationed there. It was like battle. Like it was like a war zone for a while. The Maidan. If you look at it today, it doesn't it look like it looked like in 2014. It was completely obliterated. Fucking shit burning everywhere. Like it was crazy. And eventually, at one point during the protest, um, no one ever was able to pin down exactly who was shooting. But snipers started opening fire on people on basically on both sides, kind of creating this. Uh, heated situation where it became like life and death shit i mean a lot of people fucking died i think it was right. like a couple hundred like a hundred people died or something like that mm-hmm. um so the maidan protests chill out um then the new ukrainian government b- becomes established after the color revolution the new ukrainian government becomes put in place the important factor about them is is that everybody who's in that it wasn't like a government of the people that was elected all right it was Handpicked people by the U.S. State Department who were composed of the new government. There were not really like elections per se. Like you could say there were, but these people were handpicked by Victoria Newland. The entire power structure and administration of the country. There's a famous phone call with her where the EU wanted to kind of get involved and make them come into the EU. And mm-hmm. she's on the phone going, no, we're going to take care of this. Fuck the EU. Which is kind of extreme for us being our allies. Right. And uh, that phone call was a very big deal for a while. But kind of like kept hush hush essentially like the media didn't cover it a lot but it's like you there's there's videos of her saying this shit on you know on fucking air so we have that happen you have poroshenko who becomes their new president um he's i guess he's not very popular because the the endemic problem with a lot of these eastern bloc governments is everybody's insanely corrupt like insanely corrupt like it it just as soon as they get in office they just start doing fucked up shit it's like Mm -hmm. they they just see it as an advantage to take power and use it for whatever and bro that's, yeah i mean doesn't yeah exactly like they it's, just, i just don't th- i don't think it's, it's an eastern block everything it's just more out in the open corruption it's out in sure. the open blatant out in the open corruption like this dude builds this giant fucking house with all this government money that's like his new presidential palace and like people see him doing shit that is does not equal rebuilding and fixing ukraine yeah so along comes mr Zelensky, the current president who was a very popular comedian um an actor who actually played the president on TV for a long time in a TV show. Right. Like he wasn't a politician ever. It'd be like, it's basically like, uh, he's a Trudeau. Well, it'd be like if Michael Scott became president. Yes. As Michael Scott, as like, 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 like Michael Scott, the character, you know, it's still Steve Carell. It feels like it was just an extension of his TV show almost. Yeah, and so it's when it's when life imitates art, or maybe there's something you know more dastardly behind it. I I personally think that a lot of this is all like grand design, hundred year plan stuff, like right. we talk about. Right, right. And so, like you said, on the surface, there's the official narrative, and there's all these things that like they would like you to believe about like 
basically like everything <laughs> you're saying right now is just psyop shit because like dude joe biden cooed him yeah. And why do you think Hunter was on the fucking Barisma board? And it's they, like they had to leave people behind. They profited off the coup. They profited off the whole coup. A hundred percent. So there's like, I mean, and I think everybody should be genuinely mad about that. Like that seems like a big issue that everybody's ignoring is that like our sitting president profited off the situation that led to this situation. Yeah. And look, I know, I know you want to, I know you dog and I know you want to flex how much you know, but like, look, it's already 20 minutes in. So let's get to the fucking beef of this shit. Right. right. So yeah, we've gotten, how much though? We need a little bit of backstory for sure. You need a little bit of backstory to understand what's happening. Oh, totally. Totally. But like, dude, everything though is like, is like, you're just saying the narrative. Like what I'm talking about is like, dude, Russia is red, white, and blue. Russia has a president. You are the United right. States has a You're president. Right. Corporations right. have presidents. We want to talk about dissolving the Soviet Union. We're talking about the CIA and all this shit. Like literally destroying leftism, grassroots shit <coughs> from the you know from the get go. Mm-hmm. Just stomping fire, you know, little mm-hmm. flames out before they become fires. Right. And then we have puppet states everywhere. We have puppet states in fucking Ukraine. Like Obama, like Joe Biden, cooed the fuck out of them. All Why those, do you think this is happening now under Joe Biden? All those people we set up in iraq afghanistan they were all u.s friendly puppet governments it's that's what we do we go in we cry for regime change we make it happen we instill our guy our guy is usually corrupt as shit yeah does a bunch of bad things usually gets voted out by somebody else who also does a bunch of bad shit i mean we did a fuck ton in south america yeah yeah. it's it's the same old central america too they they always uh, it seems like the cia every time an opportunity arises they dust off that old dusty tome flip it open and go all right this is step one yeah. Every fucking time. Well, it's like just completely destabilize a place, mm-hmm. run fucking guns and drugs through it, fuck people up. It's called Hegelian dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. Every fucking time. But when you manufacture problems, that's the thing. And and, and we know that like agent provocateurs and false flags exist. Like that's yep. like a fucking thing. Yep. Okay. It's not, we're not conspiracy theorists for talking about you know, those two yeah. concepts. Yeah. And so the idea that a lot of what we're seeing, like even today with the propaganda, with the whole right. Russian Ukraine thing, like right. I firmly believe that a lot of this is controlled. You want to talk about the biggest movie of all, bro, they have Michael Scott for a president, right? Like it's literally built for TV. Yeah. It's like when we had Schwarzenegger is the fucking governor, governor of California. Yeah, you know, man. it's like, we're not, I don't know. We're easily programmed. We're we're a pre-programmed society mm-hmm. in a sense already, and, and so always feeding it to you before the actual thing. Yeah, gets I mean, introduced. The, yeah, you know, like there's little tidbits getting slid your way every time. Yeah, and so like, sure, there was like you know a coup and a fucking overthrow and change of everything, and we end up with Zelensky now. But bro, Putin is a World Economic Forum young global leader. They've turned against him now. They came out against him. Have they? Yeah, they like they finally they made a full condemnation of his actions. Yes, yeah, they finally announced. I think it was. I think Schwabby Boy wrote the article and fucking. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I th- I think he went rogue on their shit or something. Because remember, a week or two ago, everyone was like, "There's no fucking way there's gonna be a war." So that's actually news. And to I have me. to I have to eat some crow on that. Yeah, yeah. Myself, because I did not believe this would fucking happen. I didn't either. I did not believe it for a second. All the State Department fucking crying and hubbub about you know they're gonna they're gonna invade tomorrow and it never happened. Mm-hmm. And then Putin waited till two twenty two twenty two to do it. So yeah, dude, which is. 
fucking know he's on some numerology right. shit. All dude, right. Putin is on some astral fucking alignment. Dude, Pluto was coming around. I think there was like they some say, Pluto alignment on two twenty two. They say he does like weird shamanic rituals with his like top guys. I believe it. Yeah, so there's like there's stuff going on there. He knows some kind of mysticism shit going on. So he let's see, where was I? Um, so now like let, yeah, let's just go ahead and fast forward to today. Well, okay, so eight years that have passed since twenty fourteen, right? Yeah. So twenty fourteen things kinda cool down. Crimea's but the in- whole time, like, we've got Biden, Hunter Biden, like, on the board of Burisma. Yeah. We've got lackeys over there. We're still we, selling it's a uranium. Regime. We were yeah. still selling uranium to him and shit. Selling uranium to the Russians. Uh, Hunter's the one who helped finance that transaction. So, I mean, by no means have we, like, wiped our hands of this place. Like, we basically yeah. came in and just did well, what we did with they, everything else. They turned it into their little cash cow for a while there, I sure. think, is what's going on. They were, t- they were making money and using it to make money change hands, laundering a lot of money through that place. Uh, Ukraine has like some of the like a lot of the like the hacking in the world comes out of there, not just from Russia. There's a lot of it there. Like some of the best hackers in the world are sta- are there. And didn't you also mention like most of like the CP sites? Mm-hmm. Almost all CP, a large portion of the internet's uh, cheese pizza sites are hosted there. Uh, it's one of the largest hubs of human trafficking in the world. But uh, albeit that most of the human trafficking that happens there, the people get get trafficked get trafficked to Russia. Just mm-hmm. just for, just so that's clear. But um. So there's clearly a lot of little weird things going on in that country. That country is very important for very strange reasons. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, the stuff we see on TV with the buildings being toppled and the regime changes. And then there's also the stuff behind the scenes like we just talked about. Like, bro, like their guy was literally a Michael Scott. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and like hunters involved and all this shit ukraine's been in the news a lot the past couple years for some yeah, reason for a lot some, of different reasons well, yeah like stuff never stopped the fighting never actually stopped there despite what people think like there's like people like cnn this guy on cnn said ukraine was peaceful up until a couple days ago that is quantifiably false yeah <laughs> like that is i don't know who the fuck proofread that shit before they handed it to him but god damn were you wrong well it's what they want people to believe yeah Honestly. Want, yeah, they want them to believe there's a new development and that nothing's yeah. been going on there for eight years. Mockingbird but media, What's baby. been going on for eight years is we've been slamming as many fucking pieces of Western tech over there as we could because in 2014, their army just had to fucking fuck off out of the, out of the Donbass and Luhansk and shit. They had to fuck off out of there. Mm-hmm. And those are the two places that Putin just recently recognized. Dontesk, excuse me, the Donbass is the region. Dontesk and Luhansk are the two places that he recognized as independent places you yeah. know so in the like the minsk accords happened i think after the 2014 shit went down and those were not adhered to they failed to adhere to those the idea was like okay you need to still admit that these are like ukrainian citizens but also like you need to allow them if they want to like consider themselves part of the russian federation they should be allowed to do that and they had referent the people there had referendums and they voted to not be you know to be included as russians essentially they all believe they're russians Mm-hmm. Very wholeheartedly believe the Russians. Um, and so that stuff wasn't upheld. Like Angela Merkel, uh, Francois Hollande, the guy before Macron, all those dudes, they all agreed to this stuff, but nobody ever like actually stuck to it. So like all the people over there have like Russian passports and shit. Like they're, they can, they, it, by all, by all intents and purposes, they are Russians, you mm-hmm. know? So Putin wants to, it's just like with Georgia and South Ossetia in 2008, he, is acting in the interest of protecting those people because what happened for these past eight years is people like the Azov battalion who are neo-Nazis 
Um, they have been like killing people in the Donbass and Luhansk and Donetsk. They've been killing people there. Fourteen thousand people have been killed in that conflict. Quarter- they're like actual Ukrainian neo-Nazis. Yes, yeah. and and a lot of people are making excuses for them and carrying water for them right now and saying you have to fight with what you got. Like, But they're responsible for a lot of fucking war crimes. And they're holding up um, blue and yellow like flags with swastikas on them and like yeah. I, like iron and crosses a, and, and everyone shit. will tell you immediately tell you oh that's fake those are fake those are fake and every, are they every country around the world has a like a racist group in it and it's like that doesn't mean you should excuse them and allow them to like freely move around and be part of your military that'd be like saying we let the fucking uh i don't know like fucking half the guys who are at charlottesville become like our main fighting force you yeah. know like that doesn't really make much that doesn't really uh that doesn't jive with me yeah, and that shouldn't jive, jive with a lot of people. Shouldn't, yeah, it shouldn't jive with too many people because the problem is once you let those guys get enough power, you're going to start seeing some really fucked up shit going on. So I've come to understand this whole thing, and this might be like a bit reductionist. Okay. But it really is East versus West. No, that's not reductionist at all. I think that's kind of a good a good way to put it. And the, and the reason I say that is because like, okay, so we've kind of set the stage for like the conflict for the past couple of years. Yeah. And now we understand the whole, you know, ethnic Russian versus the Ukrainian. And there's been all this tension and shit. And so really it comes down to like Westernizing things like NATO is like by extension like a western idea and so you know the ukraine and europe and being right where it is it's on that precarious border of like it's kind of being played in this like tug of war game Mm -hmm. of like western values and western lifestyle and technology and almost you know one could say new world order yeah versus like pan-eurasian um autocracy and here's a really interesting thing too i don't know um how much you're familiar with like ancient russian uh history but i was actually listening to jordan peterson and he had this guy on i can't remember who he was but he was like a he was like a russian scholar and he was talking about how russia like ethnically like before even before the soviet union like after you know around like the turkish turk you know turkish empire and byzantine empire and and all that all that shit yeah yeah. Yeah, like they kind of became the hub of christianity after rome they were like the the orthodoxy yeah yeah Yeah. and so even they have like like you know people think of what like russia as like this western country because they are like white people you know just like the news says they have blonde hair and blue eyes right. they look like you but that's just because the latitude of their fucking country like literally right. that's all it is right and so you know they have this long rich you know ethnic history that like we as americans can't even understand right and they have even their relationship to like russian orthodox christianity Mm -hmm. you know like you even saying like putin doing the shamanic rituals and shit like dude he's definitely tapped into some esoteric knowledge he's definitely tapped into like that dude manifests the fuck out of reality he's probably on some john mcafee you know (laughs) russian roulette level you know what i mean like he's literally playing with life and death and like honestly i don't know so I guess all that being said, like this whole East versus West kind of like conflict of like Putin. I've heard a lot in like other circles of like people who aren't necessarily 
just like we said at the top of the episode, we're not Putin apologists at all. But a lot of people have almost been saying this is kind of like Putin fighting the New World Order. Yeah, I guess in a way, kind of encroaching. And that's kind of like, you know, obviously like back page green text like crazy because yeah that's like that's some lower down conspiracy stuff well think about this too though but like russia think about it bro putin he banned gmos there's no gmos in russia he says it's not healthy for the people and they have enough land to sustainably farm for their population so putin outlawed gmos made his own vaccine he also i'm pretty sure he um doesn't allow 5g i don't think 5g is in russia yeah i couldn't confirm that or deny it myself i could be wrong i think or there's something about wi-fi there's like certain restrictions on wi-fi because of the radiation it's like he's very aware of like you know he's obviously you know on his face like a dictatorial kind of tyrant. Yeah, I mean, every time there's an election, they fucking rig it. Of course, he's but, been in power since like 2000, like easy. But the shit that he's longer. doing, man, like I don't know, man. That's why a lot of people are like, you know, kind of in the middle on this because he's pushing back on just like Western encroach on like New World Order, World Economic Forum. Maybe he did go rogue. Maybe yeah. he's like, fuck y'all. Maybe I was a young global leader. I know what the fuck y'all are up to, and now I'm pushing back. And like you said he kind of feels like he has to stick up for those ethnic Russians in Ukraine. He's yes. like, you guys are my people. And yeah. so if this is your land, you've been here, your family's generations have been here. This might as well be Russian. You know, I could see I'm at least being, you know, reasonable and saying I could see why he would think that as yeah. a leader. Yeah. Well, it's, it's again, like it's NATO encroachment is a big thing with him and it always has been. And he doesn't want to see that, uh, pushed up on his doorstep because I mean, look at the threats and stuff that they always make towards him. Like they've been making for a long time yeah. and the sanctions they've slapped on him and all that stuff. Like I'm not, again, I don't think it's not like he didn't do anything to deserve it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like this all kind of makes fucking sense of why it's happening. This isn't just some like random fucking thing he did. I guess it's random in the sense that no one expected it, but it's not like, the, everything was building to this. Yeah, they the, us us putting as much tech as military tech as we can, and whoever's hands wanted to take them over there, uh, that's a bad fucking idea. That was always a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then them using it to like us using them as a proxy to wage our little war against them. You know, like we would never go into direct conflict because of mutually assured destruction. Like at some point, it's going to turn into that. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only end. That's the only re- end result of a direct war with Russia. They have no reason not to. Russia only cares about Russian people. So they have no qualms with fucking everyone else up over it. I would say at the end of the day. Like, so all that stuff we've been doing, all that meddling, all that interfering has caused this. And we very unwisely did this stuff. I mean, even even someone, even a ghoul like Henry Kissinger said, this is like a bad move to like push this conflict like this. Mm-hmm. It can only end in like really bad news for everyone. Um, and especially for the Ukrainian people who have been caught in the middle of this now. Like it's the civilians who have been caught in the fucking middle after all of this fucking meddling we've been doing for years. And uh, the government in Ukraine, be it a puppet state or whatever it is, has allowed us to fucking use them in that way. Right. And it's gotten now it's now they turn around and go, oh, my God, everybody fucking help us. And it's like, well, you guys invited the devil into your fucking house and now you're reaping the rewards of what the devil has given you, you know, and it's not to say that that excuses anything. It's just that's what's caused this. You reap what you sow, man. Yeah. You you allowed the Westerners to get too involved in your country and weren't independent enough on your own to take care of things that 
you allowed this situation to become what it was. So fast forward to, I guess, last year, year before, there's always been front lines between the annexed areas, you know, and they've been always just shelling back and forth. You can watch plenty of like vice documentaries and whatever else of all this shit going on. It's never stopped. So you have people like the Azov battalion committing atrocities, killing people, uh, the Odessa trade worker or union massacres attributed to them. Uh, so that, that's where this phrase Putin is using the denazification and he's claiming he's on a peacekeeping mission to denazify Ukraine. Um, cause he's on a spiritual war fighting the new world order, bro. I guess so. And, uh, that's where that, fr- that comes from. But you know, the Azov battalion is only like a couple thousand soldiers out of the whole military, but a lot of people tie them directly to, you know, Zelensky. I mean, I saw a fucking tweet that was like, yes, uh, they have a neo-Nazi brigade in their army and yes, their president is a Jew. They both exist. And you're like, how does that make any fucking sense to anyone? So fast forward to what this week. I don't know if I can fast forward anymore. I'm out of tape. Yeah, I keep saying it. I'm sorry. Um, That's it, just this it's like, week's it's me, thing. It's me keeping myself uh, on on pace here. So, I got. I just. I'll just like look at you and just start snapping. Like, like, come on, <laughs> come on, focus. I know you've been fucking completely absorbed by all kinds of crazy shit all week, but we got to focus here. So, um, everybody thought this wouldn't fucking happen. There was no way Russia would ever fucking invade. I even listened to podcasts. They're like, kind of. They seem like they, but it's two Russian guys and they seem like they might be, you know, I guess they're pro Putin because they're Russian, but even they were, if saying, they have a, if they have an international podcast and they're Russian, yeah, they have to be pro Putin yeah, or they so, get put in jail. So they straight to jail. Yeah. So they're saying like, they were like, there's no way this would ever happen. They were like making jokes about it last week, you know? Yeah. And so it happened, right? So immediately, uh, 6 a.m. two twenty two twenty two. Rockets start fucking flying, raining down fucking hell everywhere. You know, they're hitting major uh, infrastructure targets. That's their main goal. That's was what was stated. Airport. You know, yeah. yes, civilians are being killed. Absolutely. It's a fucking war, urban combat. People are going to fucking die. You know, that's that's the f- it, uh, people who aren't involved are going to die. You know, so that's when the propaganda blitz started. And also that propaganda blitz has been going on for eight years. Like they, the Ukrainians have fed their own people so much propaganda to be completely terrified of Russians, which they never had these problems before the color revolution. They, they existed relatively in like a state of whatever with each other. You know, people in Ukraine have family in Russia. They have family in Belarus. They have family all over the fucking place. Like that whole area used to be the Soviet union. So it's all interconnected. Everybody's interconnected over there. Mm -hmm. And, once all the rockets started flying, you start seeing the propaganda come out. And this is where I start having my problem with the whole situation because this propaganda is designed in such a way. It's not for Ukrainians. Like, and you see the cries coming from Ukraine that they want no fly zones, U S intervention. What does this sound like to you? This sounds like fucking Iraq all over again. This sounds like, sounds like a takeover. This sounds like babies and incubators being thrown out of them. Shit. You know, right. The, this is a justification for war that is being sold to the American people. Well, and even on the same level of like babies and incubators, even being falsified as evidence, there's all kinds of like videos coming out where like, I even heard, uh, you know, a tank, there was like a video of like supposedly a Russian tank just hit a random Ukrainian car. And it turns out that was like uh, a Ukrainian Air Force yeah, tank. Strela 10 anti-air. Um, 
That's and, Ukrainian side attacking well, its own people. And that they, I think they said that was in Kiev, and it's like they aren't in Kiev yet. So there's all kinds of weird false flags. There's all kinds of weird. Actually, do you have that screenshot of the list of yeah. that would be interesting to just go through oh, real God, quick? Yeah, I can because find that. I think, yeah, I know like you have been like taking in a lot like and I know it probably is super overwhelming, mm -hmm. not only because of the past you know, couple weeks, but the past like couple years yeah. of you like, you know, being interested in this specific conflict. So I know there's probably like a lot of different emotions and a lot of different, you know, oh, dots yeah. you're connecting and shit. Um, God, it's somewhere in here. It's so I've posted so many things. All right, here we go. So this, but, but, but I think what I was getting ready to say, though, is that like we have to first we, we kind of completely skipped over the fact that like coronavirus is done now yes and now the news 24 7 and this is again kind of part of the movie this is the next thing in the movie script what we're seeing is 24 7 another war just yeah. like you said it's babies and in incubators uh you know they're saying putin has invaded ukraine mm -hmm. that's like that's the headline and he's he invading and he has sure and he has he absolutely has there's no other like a you know the push in there out past those areas they liberated that is an invasion he came in from belarus from pripyat you know he came well, in he did the from same moldova, thing or went okay. to moldova and how stuff. do we know about the crimea peninsula that was in the news all around like what was it 2014 around and that, that was time? the one they annexed. that was one of the ones they annexed yeah and okay so this again like you said this is not new vice yeah. has been saying that like they've been shelling mortars back and forth mm -hmm. across those lines for a long time and so on one level, that's kind of what we said, I think, a couple weeks ago, is that like he's not really doing anything new. I personally thought it was a media push back then yeah. to kind of maybe call his bluff. And it may have been. And that's when he went rogue and was like, fuck y'all. I'm going to actually do this shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Mask off. Mask off, baby. And and so what, <laughs> what we're seeing is like another Iraq. But what we what we learned from that, looking back on that 10 years later, is like the agent provocateur, false flag, you know, weapons of mass destruction, completely falsified narratives, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. We're witnessing that kind of thing all over the same again. Wind up. And it's happening on both sides because the same wind there's up. Russian propaganda. There's people in Russia who are getting psyoped and into thinking doing, it's yeah, good. Yeah. There's people in Ukraine and the rest of the world who are getting psyoped. Okay, here's the dead giveaway. Right. When the mainstream media and every fucking corporate, if a corporation did a rainbow flag and a Black Lives Matter banner, yes, and now they're doing a Ukrainian thing, yes, sir. You sh your radar should be going off. You should be, yeah. And, and and if the mainstream media, every single fucking channel is telling you something bad, if if Tucker and whatever and 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 MSNBC, they're all telling you it's bad. If there's a unified front against something, it probably means there's there's like a push because we know the news has back channels and they all talk to each other. We know how news gets disseminated. Mockingbird Media, the shit is literally written by the CIA. Mm -hmm. We know that they fucking put Hunter the fucking on Burisma and there's so many other like dirty Ukraine things going on. So it's like there's a lot more behind the mm -hmm. scenes and shit going on. So maybe it really is Putin going rogue because when I say fight in the new world order, I'm talking like again, east versus west. If you want to if you if we want to use the word west synonymous with new world order, I think that's a that's that's fair. I think it's fair. That's comparable. Yep. You know, western culture, you know the whole you know, on demand, get a pill for it. The, all the shit that we rail about and talk against at Uncle fucking Ted's cabin, man, modernity, mm -hmm. all that shit like yep. You know, Putin probably is on some weird, like, 
old school Christian orthodoxy, you know, magic shamanic, like two, he invaded what? 222 and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, and he, bro, the shit doesn't happen for no fucking reason. Either he did go rogue from the world economic forum, or this is again, all part of the fucking movie. And it doesn't happen in a bubble. It's not like he just wanted to roll over and go kill Ukrainians. Yeah. It's not not what is going on at all. Isn't that, the definition of the word like solipsism is to kind of think like the world, like everybody, like everybody's thoughts are just centered around you. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. that kind of thing. It's like that. N- nothing really exists in a vacuum like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know? And so to think that again, like just up in one day, this happened, yeah. you know? And so uh, again, we're seeing CIA mockingbird narratives. We're seeing propaganda. We're seeing, you know, cell phone footage. Cause this is a crazy thing. Now we have the internet and Facebook and TikTok and all this yeah. shit, and we're seeing war on TikTok. Yeah, this was the this I th- I'm pretty sure this is like one of the first wars that was really like in its infancy, widely publicized and covered because by tons you of different can't people. Stop it! You can't stop it and from hitting. Everybody has a smartphone. You can't stop yeah. it from getting out, and yeah. so th- it's really shocking to see like tanks rolling down through like a city, Russian tanks like occupying, mm-hmm. you know, and like Soldiers this shit is real. Streets, like yeah, but there's also like a list of completely like misrepresented stuff, yeah, and like propaganda, literal state-run propaganda, because yeah. you know Someone's, if the West gets in there, people are getting rich. And I think a lot of the propaganda is being developed by Western agencies, not specifically, absolutely, not specifically by Ukrainians. I don't think. Well, like you said, like they're but I now think they clamoring see it and they start share it, right? And yeah. they clamor all these Western people. They're, they're they're these Western agencies. They're licking their chops, yeah. and then the Ukrainians are begging to make it seem like they're begging for U.S. intervention and come save us. Well, and I, and I also think this is another extension of. Remember, I talked about COVID was a slow crash oh can i get one of those oh i I I told you how covid was like a slow crash of the economy to make sure it didn't fucking completely shit its pants right i think it's just an extension of that because nothing makes money for like what drives our economy like the war like fighting oh yeah nothing all those man all those man pads all those m laws all those fucking javelins we sent over those have to be replaced they're they're cranking those bad boys out of factories right now yeah lockheed Dyncorp, all those motherfuckers their stock prices are going up it's it's very clear what's happening here. And I think the thing that's so insane is that it's so in your face because it has happened before. It did happen with Afghanistan and Iraq. Everyone was cheering Joe Biden getting out of there, even as sloppy as he did it. Yeah. We're happy to be like, hey, we were wiping our hands of this. We're out, right? Right. And now, boom, six months later, right back in. Can't hey, have, babe. You can't hey, pause. babe, wake up. New war drop. You can't pause on global conflict, baby. You have to keep the ball rolling. Exactly. And so this is just the new boogeyman. This is the new way that it goes. Yep. Maybe Putin did go rogue. Maybe this is part of the movie. Like you said, yep. you know, with the with the COVID shit, COVID was a soft crash. They couldn't do it. So now they're like, fuck, let's just sell more guns. We'll get it. It'll get us back on a boom. I mean, every time we've had a problem in this country, we've warred our way out of it. Yeah, it's what keeps things moving since World War Two was literally an excuse to get the economy economy back together. Yes, we were killing Nazis and ending the Nazi regime, but also it made this country boom into an age of prosperity, you know? Sure. And it rose us out and kept us moving. And then they had the Korean War and then Vietnam. And it's just a ball that keeps rolling while these like oligarchs and all these rich people keep getting richer. Yeah. You know, so. The big thing is, is now 
you can't justify U.S. interventionalism over there. It's very hard to do because it's very dangerous because it is a nuclear armed state. We have the big difference between Russia and all the other people we fucked with. They weren't nuclear armed. It's like why we didn't go whole hog in Syria because I think Syria has nukes. Well, yeah, it's like we're, we've never really picked on anybody our own size like that. Exactly. We never. Yeah, we've we've kicked all the puppies and now we're dealing with a bear. Right. You know, so you don't want to poke the bear. Yeah. And the, they, they love using that analogy to themselves. Mm-hmm. But um, well, Putin rides them. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy riding a bear. He actually will. He's actually there's word. He's on the ground riding himself towards Kiev. Right Shirtless. Now. Shirtless. So. All this Western expansionalism crap that ties into the MIC and all that stuff, it's directly kind of brought this to a head. And Putin just called their fucking bluff at this point. See, I kind of had a hunch. And I figured, yeah, like... we've done this... How many times have we invaded sovereign nations? Thousands of times. But we're liberating them. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's what he's saying he's doing. They're brown people, so we're liberating them. And that's what he's saying he's doing. It's like it's yeah. funny to watch the shoe on the other foot because like I had this the person that I was talking to said to me he's like people over here legit think they're like being liberated right now and I was like yeah but like shoe's just on the other foot like we always said that's what we were doing when we went on Iraq and Afghanistan and that's not what we were doing the discretion that he is showing with his targets versus what we would do say in Iraq Putin yeah we would just level a city with bombers before we went anywhere near it regardless of who oh, the fuck yeah. was there I don't know if anyone remembers the giant fucking bunker buster bomb we dropped on a bunker full of civilians, and I think it killed like 400 fucking people. That's a war crime we did, and we'll never get tried and held responsible for it. Anytime they tried to bring Bush up on war crime charges, he somehow managed to dodge it. And it never, got, it never got brought to The Hague, and it never became a thing. Okay, it's because he's skull and bones, bro. His daddy was CIA, dude. Daddy Bush. Well, it's because he was and doing And Granddaddy Bush, wanted. Prescott, come on. It all goes back. And you know what? It all goes back to Nazis. I hate to say it, but think about this. You're it right. all does go back to Nazis. It all because, files back. Because, okay, Operation Paperclip. We went to the fucking Nuremberg trials, and we just got Nazi scientists off the hook. It's like it was like the NBA draft. Yeah, and we were like, like "Hey, yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> that one's cool. This, this one, this one, no, 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 leave him, leave him. He's cool. Don't kill this. No, one. hang that one. Hang that him. one needs to go. Yeah, that one needs to go. He's but, getting hung. Uh, the rocket guy, we want him. He's definitely. cool. We want the rocket guy. Yeah, he's got uh, a funny voice. We definitely too. need some of their medical people. Not the really evil one, but we definitely want some of their medical people. Yeah, right. Like we, Slayer can write a song about him. They but. had some fucking tech that we wanted our hands on. Like it's just well, and and that's the thing. So the Nazis, there's this whole argument that like the Nazis never really like went anywhere. No, they, they really didn't. didn't. And maybe even the Nazis are kind of behind the New World Order kind of thing, World Economic Forum, because Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Look at his family connections and all this shit, and uh, runs deep. And and so even the Ukrainians, you look at like the fucking neo-Nazi. Like, there's probably a lot of white pride. Okay, when people talk about white supremacy in America, they're talking about being white Europeans. What do you think white Europeans think? They like they eat that shit up. Yeah, yeah. They love a small country. Okay, imagine Virginia was just all white dudes. Became an ethno state. Oh my god. Like, yeah. dude. It would be like guys like me with big red beards and camo hats just hooting and hollering. Yeah. That would be our new dialect. We wouldn't we wouldn't communicate <laughs> in English. It would just be the English language. Like it would just be different hoots. We now speak in mountain boy. Yeah. It would be mountain boy for sure. 
Yeah, um, man. I, I don't know, but maybe it is just Nazis. And, and I, I'm really, like, drawn to the theory that, like, this really is, like, Putin fighting, the glo- like, the globalists. Right. Like, this is Putin pushing back because, just like you said, there's, like, a huge amount of, like, CP and trafficking in in Ukraine. And there's a lot of people who are CP and trafficking oriented who are very upset about what's going on mm, right Like now. Hillary Clinton. And Dragged that all- old bag out of her, pumped her full of steroids and got her on so the air. That's what, when yeah. I when I oh. talk about connecting the big picture, that's what I'm talking I'm talking yeah, about yeah. none of this shit is in a vacuum. Well, you, and you have to you ask know? your question why all of the worst people in the world are very excited about what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and look at how they psyoped you so quick into cheering it fucking on. Yeah. And saying, yeah, dude, fight. No, we okay. need to go. Every, average Americans who don't know Jack Dick and can barely fire a rifle, you need to fucking sign up and go over there to fight and die. They, they like, it's amazing, too, seeing people, like, change their 2A stance. Like, a couple years ago, Very they were quickly. like, no one should have an AR-15. And now they're like, regular Ukrainians are taking up arms to defend RT their country. RT support. Yeah, it's like, what the also, fuck? Also, that was... Uh, that's um, it's kind of funny because they talk about Nazi stuff. So that's that's right out of the 1945 Germany playbook of uh, handing out firearms to non-combatants and conscripting child soldiers and shit. There there are child children who have been conscripted in Ukraine at this point. Zelensky said people 16 to 60 are not allowed to leave the fucking country. That's kids. That's fight. That's child soldiers. That's like you shouldn't uh, be cheering that on. That's the episode of The Office where Michael Scott. Uh, gives all the kids scholarships and yeah. is like, if you serve for me, I will give you yeah. free car and housing. And then they all just go off and die and never get the scholarship. And just watching this entire like global hegemony fall over itself to like advocate for bloodshed and violence is the craziest thing of all of it. Well, that's the movie. Yeah, and and let's let's that's get the let's get into the propaganda list here yeah. to kind of give you an example of the crap that is being sold to people. To kind of get you to advocate for a very disastrous idea, which is intervention by the U.S. I think yeah. if NATO got involved, that wouldn't fucking matter that much. But I like we but, we all hated the Middle East. Why all of a sudden is this different? Yeah, why are we all pro war now? How how did you guys manage to turn a bunch of dudes that love Funko Pops into fucking neocons? Right? How the fuck did y'all do that? <laughs> that is a quite a psyop y'all have pulled. I'm I'm impressed. Honestly, honestly. I'm fucking yeah. impressed. So let's um. Let's start running down this list here. So we got a Ukrainian father f- crying as he hugged his daughter. It was actually a pro-Russian rebel in Donbass preparing to go fight the Azov Battalion, who has been killing the fuck out of them for a while now. So the Azov Battalion is, is Ukrainian. The, the neo-Nazis. Neo-Nazis, yes. right. And, so, and and now, granted, too, we're reading off like a screenshot of a list of shit. So, like, again, this is one of those things where we try to be fair and, and say, hey, we don't have every single fucking source on this. I'll also say, this could be pro-Russian propaganda. Could all right? be. But... I saw the story come out from the Western side, and then I saw this come out and debunk all of it. So that's what I'm running with right now. And there's been plenty of mainstream media outlets who have debunked a lot of these things themselves. Well, and there's things you can do, too. Like we talked about, you know, that tank that hit the Ukrainian car. Well, there's fucking autistic kids on Reddit that love tanks. And they know, and they're like, dude, this is not that model. This is the such and such. Even from the grainy fucking cell phone TikTok shit, they're like, so, yeah, we don't have every fucking source right now. Even the Russians said, we don't use that shit anymore. That's old ass fucking shit. We don't use it. Even and even the Russians, they're they're leaving shit behind and they have like expired ammunition in yeah, them. Yeah, like mean, bro, you think and and there's all this psyop of like, oh, Putin's sending his kids and they all thought it was war games and they thought it was war exercise. Well, they're definitely sending a lot of meat shields over there because I of saw some, I saw some guys that got uh, got caught who only had an AK and three fucking mags. Imagine that's we, not enough to even do a half a fire. Imagine fight. we went into Iraq and sent Delta Force 
first. Yeah. Either A, yeah. we would have wiped them out like super quick and they wouldn't have been able to make any money, or yeah. B, they would have killed Delta Force and then we would have been like fucked without them. We'd be like, damn, now we got all these fucking retards in the army. Right. So now the most the most egregious one I think was the Snake Island situation. Oh, I this, this is, is actually confirmed. This yeah, I've read this, articles yeah, on. Even the Ukrainian Defense Ministry confirmed that they're still alive, but everybody just ran with it. All the pro-Ukrainian accounts. So there was there was that footage. It was like a recording of like Russian was, was no going to Snake footage. Island. It was just them a recording. That it happened, and so they came. It was what was it? A Russian like battleship or something? Yeah, it was some Russian ship. That was and so nearby. they were going to Snake Island, and there's this pro-Ukrainian and propaganda where they're like they basically told russia to go fuck themselves right yeah and then then there's a, an article comes out everyone's like yeah haha ukraine is so badass look at these guys it's marvelified like you said yes, exactly. it's mar look at these guys the oh evil. man fight the evil and so they they say go fuck yourself and then there's an article comes out they're like they got killed or some shit and it was actually more than 13 it was like 80 of them on the island or something like that. turns out they peacefully surrendered they peacefully surrendered and they, there's a video of them going on to the ship being handed water bottles as they're going onto the ship. Like they're clearly being not treated. Yeah. They're like clearly not water. out here to, I mean, they like, if they wanted to, they could have just blown the Island up and murdered them, but they didn't like, yeah. so I don't, it's, it's this idea of trying to paint this boogeyman ass picture to garner support from us. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, the, again, we talked about the Russian tank already. Uh, the photos of Zelensky where they're like, he's out here on the streets fucking fighting and blah, blah, blah. And with the men and, it's like, oh, yeah, he, it's the pictures of him in the helmet was from a border inspection last year. Yeah. He's wearing like a tack vest and a helmet. tack vest in his helmet. Yeah. And he just happens to be wearing a similar colored shirt as like the speech he gave that day. Yeah. And, and so he, everyone was like, oh, this picture is from like right now. Yeah, It's from today. Uh, and then the video of the Ukrainian MiG-29 shooting down a Russian Su-35 was a video from Digital Combat Simulator, the game, which is an autist plane game. No fucking uh, way. You, have to, you almost have to know how to fly a plane to play that game. Wait a minute. So they, they passed off yeah. video game footage mm -hmm. as war propaganda. Yep. And people fell for it. The, yes. And this one I'm a little skeptical hey, of. Hey, that's props to Unreal Engine or yeah, whatever the fuck, right? like, that's to shit, be honest. So this is uh, this one I'm a little apprehensive about myself. Um, so it's a Russian cruise missile that blew up the side of a residential building was actually a Ukrainian air defense missile fired by the military. I, I have a little trouble with that one because I'm not too sure. So that's not verified, but at the yeah. same time... Look at they tried to do Operation Northwoods like they were going to fucking blow up a goddamn like American cruise liner. Yeah. To justify going to war with Cuba. Yeah. And then Kennedy was like, nah, motherfuckers. But like, that's the links they'll go to. Hitler was literally known to like send troops dressed in in uh -oh. other countries uniforms. He to shoot them and like commit atrocities and Bro, shit to, he, to justify. He burnt down his own parliament to get himself. Okay, elected. so the exactly when <laughs> we, it's kind of like we talked about earlier, yeah. this idea of a false flag. Like, hey, look, I don't have the source right now, yeah. motherfucker, to pull up if that's necessarily true. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't put it past the Ukrainian government to like shell a fucking building or two. Hey, guess what? The fucking Baltimore police did it. The building had already been evacuated also. There wasn't people in it. You remember the move bombings? Yeah. The fucking Baltimore Philadelphia. police. Philadelphia. Yeah. That's right. Philadelphia. I always say Baltimore. But Philadelphia, man, in like 85, they just bombed a fucking like 
regular ass block. Right. And so it's not out of the question. The people who like can't wrap their head around the fact that like someone's lying to you yeah. and you can't wrap your head around the fact that other people benefit from lying to you. People benefit from lying yeah, to you, bro. They have their like, own aims and dude, ends. Yeah. And that's why people are like, why would someone lie to me? It's like, because they get they rich, you to. fucking fat retard. Like, yeah. And so the other one, a viral video of Ukrainian pilots shooting down Russian jet was a screen recording from Arma 3. That actually happens a lot when there's conflict. Uh, there's been a several wars where they've used footage from Arma to, <laughs> to just like represent the footage of what they're talking about. It just happens so much. I don't know why. It just yeah. always fucking happens. I guess it's just because Arma is a very realistic game, so it kind of gives off the impression that it looks like something's actually happening. Sure. Um, we oh. need to go train back at Bingo. Right, you need to go train in that yeah. fucking <laughs> cockpit, dude. You need to get. I go get angry again. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the Russian supply convoy. This is another one I'm skeptical about. Russian supply convoy that Ukrainian military blew up was actually Ukrainian convoy. It's like that drone video that's like in FLIR, you know, and it shows like it, I'm not it just shows like a hit and a bunch of shit explode. Um, the Ukrainian military lied about blowing up 56 tanks that included General Tushayev, which is a man who does not exist. Um, Neither, apparently, is the ghost of Kiev. I mean, come fucking yeah. on. You think that guy's real? And that was another very agreed. They even one. said it. They even said it. It almost became a meme because... It's like Ace Combat lore style well, shit. Well, even when like the fucking lore dropped, they even said unconfirmed sources. Yeah. It's like they, they, they tell it in your face yeah. that like, guys, come on, we're making this up. Yeah. We're making this up, but it's this pro like, oh, there's some white hat out there who knows how to fly a fucking jet and it's fucking dogging Putin's ass yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. You know, it's like, dude, that's not fucking happening. No, because like at this point, um, the Ukrainian air support has been rendered almost ineffective at this point, like in the in other the, in the too, situation. They're OK, so wasn't there like a 40 mile long convoy? Yeah, they're still that, talking about that a lot. But I heard that he's like running out of gas and food. They're saying for that. the convoy. And I don't know if that's I don't like know if that's a, propaganda. Yeah, it's to hard to be like, fuck him. And that's literally like the fog of war shit that's going on right now. Both sides are like and, and then the pro-Russian propaganda aspect is them saying, like, we're on a peacekeeping mission, you know, mm -hmm. when it's like, oh, well, you're engaging targets. That's not really peacekeeping. Well, uh, it, it, <laughs> you've said it a hundred times. They're doing what we did in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And we're doing what we did in Iraq. No, it's, it's just we're both doing it at the same time. And that's the East versus West. Yeah. You have the, the new West hegemony. Versus fucking Putin doing his fucking humble. Yeah, and there was a Russian... Um, Guy, some state guy, I don't know what his exact position was, but I heard the clip earlier today where he was on a British news channel and he was talking about, he's like, this is kind of a little payback time for us. You know, he's like, you've been pushing us and poking at us for eight years. Did you not think something would happen? You know, and he's like, uh, you know, America has done this plenty, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he's like, now it's our turn. Like, we're taking what we want. And I mean, that's not a shocker. And I, I just, it's like, no, I guess we, sh we shouldn't want the war to happen, but like, I mean, we can't really, we don't have much moral high ground to stand on in this situation. No, not at all. You know, we can't sit here and pretend like we're the good guys internationally after we've done this, the same exact thing so many times. Like, you can't sit here and say, oh, we're, we're absolved from all blame and we're the good guys and we're going to fight evil this time. It's like, dude, we've been the evil ones and multiple it, times and bringing it full circle to like the predictive programming of like, they figured out how to make these Funko Pop nerds pro war. And, like, it's the Marvelification, and it's all because of just, like, you know, just PSYOP movie shit. Reddit Marvel brain, It's dude. literally PSYOP movie shit. Yeah. 
And I, I saw some fucking thing where it was like people have already cast Jeremy Renner as Zelensky in a fa- in a um, fantasized Russian invasion movie. That's Rule Thirty Four. That's Fuck a fucking somebody sucking. <laughs> somebody is sucking Zelensky in that story. Yeah. Like, and, oh, and did you see like he he got on like. He like Zoom called into some like parliament or EU or something, and he got a one minute standing ovation. Yeah, if that's not pure political theater, yeah, dude. And here's another but, thing: I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast last time. Another thing: speech speaking of political theater. Yeah, remember when Putin was like emergency broadcast? I'm invading. He like he like did like a yeah. broadcast. It yeah. was like this is what's happening. No, there's a lot, and he, there's been a lot of that. Um, okay, but. Like, what I was saying real quick though is yeah. that there's pictures of that meeting and him and all of his buddies watches say eleven forty five and it came out at like five. Huh. So you know it was like pre recorded, yeah, it wasn't live, yeah. it was like they have this shit in advance. They cast Jeremy Renner and shit. Yeah. So like twenty years down the road, you know, you have the psyop of again, like they marvelify everything, and so you think the USA is always the good guys. You think the FBI always catches the bad guys. You think the the fucking state you suck the state's dick you think they're the white hats and that the russians and everybody else is the black hats when in reality we're all just hats out here yeah we're all just fucking hats right trying to find a head to fucking chill on and you know everybody's caught up in like who's a good guy and who's a bad guy dog we're in like fifth dimensional informational warfare yeah. nobody knows fucking dog shit right okay so that's why i'm like i I'm cool saying I don't know, you know, and 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 there's a lot of ways to say like, okay, official narrative. This is how we got here. There's also schizo new world order. This is how we got here in ancient history shit. And there's also just like we've already lost and it, this is all just going to plan. Right. And we've right. been lost and we've been enslaved. Like, dude, they're milking us already every day. Like, we could just be in that matrix of illusion of choice. Yeah. Like, this could just be, like, the literal, like, today's TV show. We're the mangled flesh caught up in the gears of reality. At war, dude. At war, cosmic baby. Forces. That's, I love that phrase, man. That's just That's been stuck with me for a while now. I feel I bad it. that we named our episode that, like, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Because right? that'd be perfect for this it'd one. Be good. It'd be good for this one, too. But, um... So, you know what? I think is a good time. Let's play that clip. Yeah. Let's play that clip. And this will kind of give a context of like, this guy is a scholar, a Russian scholar. Uh, he's schooling a fucking Obama State Department official or an ambassador or something like that. And he's kind of, he knows a lot more about the situation than the other guy does. The other guy just countered with, well, Putin's bad or some shit like that. Some dumb shit like that. So, uh, if we move the forces. NATO forces, including American troops, uh, to toward Russia's borders. Uh, where will we be then? I mean, it's obviously going to militarize the situation and therefore raise the danger of war. And I think it's important to emphasize, though I regret saying this, Russia will not back off. This is existential. Too much has happened. Putin, and it's not just Putin. We seem to think Putin runs the whole of the universe. He has a political class. That political class has opinions. Public support is running overwhelmingly in favor of Russian policy. Putin will compromise at these negotiations, but he will not back off if confronted militarily. He will and that's a prime example there of kind of the Russian mindset. And it's the blows that we have dealt to them since the Soviet Union fell and they became the Russian Federation. Mm -hmm. The blows we have dealt to them and the things we have done have all 
been purpose, almost seemed purpose driven to lead to this point at the end of the day. And so this has been provoked. This is not just some flash in the pan, random thing that happened. Bro, it's just like, it's almost like with Pearl Harbor when they literally had a document with like 10 different things we could do to provoke Pearl Harbor to exactly. attack us. Like how do we or get, excuse me. Uh, how do we get the Japanese to fuck our right. shit up so we can You know what war? I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. How do we get the Japanese to fuck our shit up so we can get involved? And so the, I, that's a good way of looking at it. And, yeah. and I think a lot of people do boil this conversation down to the NATO thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot more on the line. I think there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of ethnic pride. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of culture. There's longstanding culture. Like I said, taken advantage of. Yes, dude, this is longstanding culture shit. Like we're not, we're not talking, you know, American stuff here. And the West is playing a very dangerous game with the entire globe now. Right. And just like I I said earlier, the West is kind of synonymous with, uh, you know, new world order global. NATO is kind of seen as like a globalist extension arm, right. you know, so yep. that's why, you know, when, when, when that shit comes pushing at the fucking border right there, when it comes knocking on the doorstep, he's yep. like, bro, I need a little space from y'all. Yeah. Y'all are a little crazy. Y'all are fucking kids. He already doesn't. I mean, Ukraine, dude, has like, we've already talked about the fucking cheese pizza and mm-hmm. the trafficking and mm-hmm. Putin's non-GMO. Putin is against the Wi-Fi, you know, he's really... Not against, or maybe but, he did go rogue from the World Economic Forum, dog. It, I don't know. That's where my mind goes. With it, it is to be said that he does oppress people in his country. Yeah, he, absolutely. Uh, LGBTQ and I'm not a few people. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, no apologist no. at all. I, I'm, I'm only saying this for the people who react viscerally mm-hmm. to anything that sounds remotely. Hey, I'm just asking questions. It sounds I'm remotely pro Putin, yeah. you know, because there are people who will react viscerally to that shit. And here's another thing I want to talk about, too. Uh, the whole we we mentioned like the hashtag how it kind of like hyper focuses shit yeah um with the whole Putin thing you know we kind of use language and shit as like a proxy and so like when we talk about you know Putin and Russia we're not talking about Russian people when we talk about Ukraine we're not talking about Ukrainians because it's the same distinction as as saying when we talk about China we're talking about the CCP yes really we're talking about the communist what Party. he mentioned in that video. The political class in Russia. Yeah. It's the political class in Russia versus the political class globally. And I mean, apparently there were like huge anti-war protests in yeah. St. Petersburg and they're being or Moscow. Quashed, and I think that's wrong. You know, I think it's wrong that people are being arrested and I'm assuming disappeared for coming out to a protest. Like, of course. He's like literally arresting They should dissidents. be able to do that in their own country. Absolutely. Well, it's like what he did with Navalny, uh, the guy who was his main opposition. Just locked him the fuck uh, up. They poisoned him. They yeah. fucking almost killed the guy. You oh, know? That, I forgot. Oh, he was that guy was that who, guy. Yeah. You know, he was in the hospital bed and then he woke up and oh was like, God, I went and watched right. Rick and Morty. That was the best part about recovering. Uh, <laughs> Navalny's kind of a meme sometimes. But, um,. Yeah, man. So, like, my main point here today was to kind of try and get a little bit of a different scope on it for some people who may not have, who may not even have a remote point of focus to even, like, think about this, you know? Well, I think a lot of people get psyoped by the narrative and they don't follow the money. And that's what you have to do when you look at who's benefiting from this. Like you said, dude, Raytheon, Boeing, Northrop Grumman, all that shit is mad up right now. Yep. You've 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 been on the soft crash shit, you know. Yeah. A lot of this is follow the money, Ex- always, always, always. And, and for people to really just get caught up in the emotional 
response factor. People get caught up in the emotional kind of... That's what Mockingbird Media does, That's dude. That's the point of it. That's the point. That's mm-hmm. why, literally, I'm, I'm not going to say who, but, like, someone I know, their wife basically had a falling out with their own sibling and had to call the cops over like they he literally assaulted her and called her a nazi because she supports ukraine and he's like thinks that he's on some conspiracy shit like i was talking about and was like you're a fucking nazi he's putin's in there liberating and all this shit and this is what they want they want me they want me and my friend to stop playing music because of the vaccine they want yeah they want this shit dude so that's why i'm big on like choose love people Mm -hmm. like choose love raise your vibrations like yes be aware you have to be aware of what's going on so you can know how you're being lied to. You have to know how to spot propaganda, which is why you should subscribe to my Patreon, our Patreon, and yeah, watch my absolutely. show because I like to pull apart propaganda. Uh, and it's a good training course on how to kind of objectively look at things. Always ask questions. Never stop asking questions. Don't take anything that the media, any kind of MSM group throws at you or anybody with a flag in their bio, be it Russian or Ukrainian, you need to ask, why does why does this person want me to believe this? And a lot of times it's a CIA agent. Yeah, or, or a bot farm or something, you know? It's just, it's, they're trying to keep you confused, isolated, and alone. And you need to be able, like you said, choose love and try and find common ground with people and not like fucking come at them all crazy because you saw some shit that got you literally shaking. You can't assault a family member. <laughs> you, also, you know, you can't ruin yeah. friendships over this. This is what they want yeah. because that's when that's when we fight the culture war. We fight the ground war with each other and like we need to be turning against the people who are making money in Ukraine right and now. The, you know? Yeah. My favorite quote is and we're in World War 3 right now. We're in it. Oh yeah. We're in it, right? And World War 3 is a war that is being fought with it's a propaganda war that is being fought with no distinctions between civilian and military. That's what's happening right now. So 100%. You know, sit back, maybe get off the internet sometime, go touch some grass, get a dog. Get a dog. It'll definitely get, get you off the internet. And try to look at things objectively before you lash out at people or at least when you lash out try and kind of figure out how to talk to each other because that's the biggest thing we need to do is we all need to be talking right now because the forces that are at work globally that are doing this shit fucking hate you you that's why they're doing this because they don't care if your lives get caught up in the middle of this they're gonna they want this to happen no matter you're a what. useless eater you're a useless eater is a big new brzezinski classic line from him and he's the godfather of this global current globalist hack group we have running you know so I mean, but I think I think I'm pretty much gassed out on this. I think no, I, I know, and it's, I think I dude, got it out of my lot. system, which is no. good. I needed to get it out of my fucking system, and it's 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 thing. a lot to like fucking deal with because it's it's a big change. You and know, eventually, I've, like if we just keep if we keep going, I'll just get on a feedback loop, and it's just saying the same shit over and over. You know? No, I know, so, and we're actually we're gonna take a break from the Patreon this week. We're gonna give ourselves the rest of the night off. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll hit it hard next week. Yeah, got we'll have good, some cool got a crazy shit coming. guest coming on. Bro, you guys are not ready for next week. I don't want to say anything. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll keep it in the bag for now. But we'll keep it dude, in the bag for now. Next week, y'all are not ready for what's about to go down in this basement. So stay tuned. Check out the page if you feel like it. It's only a buck. We love you. I hope people stop dying around the globe because that's all I want. Peace. Later.